This is Jalen Josie, and you know I got soul. I gotta say thank you, just because, I don't know, you just make such good music, and you always bring feeling back into music, and I just love listening to it all the time, everything you put out. Um, and I know I always feed you these compliments, but I really do mean them. Um, thank you so much. Besides all that, you know, tell me what's been up since our last interview, um, musically, really. And I know I've been seeing on IG, doing a little things like shows here and there, but something I really want to talk about is the, the M&Ms and Rock the Bells thing. And that's like, yeah. yeah, I was like, yo, Danny, you know, I had no clue they did that. And I saw like your face was on the M&Ms. I'm like, bro, this is like some next level stuff. So tell me how that. <laughs> um, that was really fun. It, it happened over the past weekend. Me, Taryn and my mom, we hiked up to Nashville and um, which was really fun. We got there the day of. And um, they were really sweet to us. Everybody was really nice to us. And it was a private event. So it was for the kids, which mm. was really cool. Um, I in my one year of going to college, um, we had nothing like that. So, mm. and um, it was really cool to see them like really engage. It felt like more so of like a social experiment um, than anything. To like for me, it was kind of like a social experiment to see like the heads of like the young kids and it's crazy because I, I you know I'm 24 but like there's there's definitely a difference in like the headspace and the music headspace that these kids are in and it's like always cool to perform for a new demographic so I so I know what to and what to not do and they seem to really enjoy the stuff they seem to really enjoy the stuff that I was given so I'm happy that I'm not far off from, you know, where I'm supposed to be if I'm in a different, you know, if I'm performing for a different demographic. It was really cool that um, my face was on an Eminem. I met Corday. Um, what else? The stage was really cool, too. It felt like I was, like, on a revolt stage or something. Like, how, it, how like, it was built the it, you you just you could tell that Eminem and Rock the Bell like they put some like they put real effort into it. It was really cool. Like I felt like I was a part of um no for real, like a social experiment. Nah, I mean in the best way. <laughs> yeah, let's let's put that there at the end. <laughs> in yeah. the best way. <laughs> nah, but that that's cool to hear that they actually the kids, quote unquote. Like you said, we're not we're not that much different than them, but that they were feeling it. I think that definitely speaks to your music. But one thing I will say is that I definitely wanted some M&Ms after seeing that. So whatever they did, they won. They got me. I was like, yo, yeah. I have M&Ms right now. And I like the peanut ones, to be to be honest. But I was about to take whatever M&Ms I can have. Yeah, I can send you one. I can send you one with my face on it. I might. You might have to. You know I would love yeah. that. <laughs> But um, so you know, I want to really dive into the music because we can talk about Eminem's all day. But um, the new stuff that's coming out and just we're gonna touch on Southern Delicacy a little bit because we actually didn't get to talk about it the first time because it just was about to drop. So I just want to we'll touch on that a little bit later. But of course, I want to get into this new era. So you know, tell me about the, the new two songs that are coming. But really, why you decided to make a conversations from a payphone? Honestly, 
to talk about conversations for a payphone, we should get Southern Delicacy out the way. Okay. No, I'm good with that. That's how fun it is. This is this is this is actually the first time, and I'm happy that I'm talking with you because we have such great conversation together that well about music that like I wanna I wanna I wanna tell you the timeline exactly. So I wasn't able to talk with you about Southern Delicacy because when we interviewed, it hadn't come out yet. The only thing that probably had came out was Good Soup. Yeah. And um, Southern Delicacy is basically the story of this girl who's just lost her grandfather. And um, it's about, well, it's about, not really, it's about these experiences that, you know, come together to make this girl, to make this Southern Delicacy as you would say. I even had an intro before that we took out. It was like 19 miles away from Atlanta in a southern southern home um, in DeKalb County or something like that. Like I had like laid it out um, basically, but I kind of wanted it to be like up for interpretation of the listener. Um, But basically Southern Delicacy is really about, oh my gosh, everybody want to call me when I get in your interviews. Basically, Southern Delicacy is basically all of these um, situations that happen for this girl that come together to make her. So basically, or to create her or to give her experiences. And that happens. That is me, basically. But um, all of these experiences that I've experienced, I I put them down and I wrote them like me and my friend. We went out to uh, uh, me and my friends. We went out to this bar and you know, we have this thing where I get us in the room. Well, Taryn makes the opportunity. I get us in the room. Um, our, our, our friend Tiana scopes the scene, not really scopes the scene, but like she, she makes it, she makes sure that we're not in like a unsafe environment. And Tiara does, she hook lines and sinks the, you know, the bait or whatever. But this time we weren't really doing that. It just happened by chance that we were at the bar and this guy just wanted to get us like, Shots and shots and shots. And it was and it kept coming. So I made pay for my drink. It's a longer story and a crazier story that's attached to that. But I'll save that for a personal time for you and me later. Um, Good Soup is about like a personal experience where when I was sick, um, it's it's like a double entendre. When I was sick, when I was a young girl, my mom, not when I was sick, my mom would come home like she had a corporate job. She was a graphic designer at a corporate job and would come home every Every time, like around, I guess it was was winter, and it was almost like school break for me. Mm-hmm. She would get sick for a day, and I would have to take care of my mom. And so I was like leaning over in her face to like like intentionally get sick. And so I would get sick, and then the next day she would make me like chicken noodle soup and this and the third. But I, but I turned that in like made it into like a thing where it's like because I like to take care of who I'm in a relationship with. So it's like, you know. I know I was basically saying, you know, remember when you was, you know, pretending to be sick and your mama would, you know, make you some chicken noodle soup. I can do that for you. And I have something else that will make you feel better, too. That's good soup. Then um, Man in Your Bed is about a story. Um, It's about um, basically, uh, you know, I've dibbled and dabbled on the other side of the um, The spectrum, I guess. Of the spectrum. (laughs) <laughs> I've definitely done that. My first kiss was a girl. And, uh-huh. um, and uh, you know, I've, I've done my fair share of, you know, swinging my bat both ways. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but that's basically a, a story about, you know, uh, 
me and an old best friend. So that's Man in Your Bed. I really, I, I, I explain Man in Your Bed kind of like <laughs> too plainly. So if they really want to know about my personal, personal life, they should just go listen to Man in Your Bed. Yeah. But that's basically about me and an old friend, blah, 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 blah. Willie's Interlude, I wrote before my grandfather passed. Um, but I just, I just knew it was coming at some point, but I, I, I wrote, it is one of the, it is one of the, the, the craziest songs that I've ever had to experience because last year was really detrimental for me. Like losing him was like losing a big part of like my life. Um, yeah. But, um, he basically told me that like, you know, he would tell me these stories, like we would eat, um, we would eat like squirrels. This is before I got, um, this is before I turned allergic to like tree nuts. We would eat walnuts. He would crack me walnuts. We'd be eating um, oranges, mandarins, and this, that, and the third. And we'd be in my grandparents' den downstairs. And um, he would just tell me these war stories before he wasn't able to tell me stories at all. Um, and you know, he told me about different places that they would go and like how they would have fun. And I interpret, I interpreted that and like put it into, a, um, I paraphrased that and put it into a, into a song. And that's what Willie's Interlude is. It's just basically war veterans, you know, after they, you know, Vietnam veterans fighting, you know, and this, then third and what they would, how they would have fun after they would go to like a hole in the wall and would just dance till like the sun come was, came up or fireworks are in the sky or it's time to go back and, you know, fight. So that's Willie's interlude. And um, I wasn't able to play it for him while he was alive, but. Um, he's hearing it though. You know, he's hearing it. Yeah. They, my, my grandmother, my grandmother played it at his funeral. So that's all that matters for me. Yeah. That's all that matters for me. Um, the next song is Behave. Behave came about by chance. I think I was going through a horrible patch in my relationship. And I was like, I just needed to lay it out, you know, plainly. Yeah. And by the grace of God, I, um, uh, Bahim Devine is the guy who executive produced this whole this whole um my whole EP and um he and his him and his connections uh he knows D Mile like I guess they best friends or whatever and he was like you just do me this favor and he called up his friend and D Mile produced it and um one of the craziest craziest string orchestrations that I've ever experienced or ever heard it was the craziest thing um and i'm very blessed for bye i love him so much for making that connection um so that's behave after behave it is southern no it's take me higher take me, take higher. me higher yeah take me higher is a crazy song it's take me higher last or is take me higher second to last Sec uh, second to last last is southern delicacy then there's one before that right and then uh, am i missing something well lineage was like a little interlude thing and yeah, all of the interludes. Yeah, my 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 father and my my grandma and my grandfather are the interludes. Yeah. Um, and um, I think airplane yes. or uh before airplane. My grandfather. Yeah. 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 Um, then you know it for real. That's crazy. Come on, Jalen. Come on. You already know that. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. 
Okay, so Take Me Higher, Take Me Higher is basically like Take Me Higher was it Take Me Higher and Willie's Interlude are the most subjective songs of how the era connects. Mm. So musically and storyline. So basically musically, Take Me Higher is how like a lot I, I've like I'm I've never been just like a, a mid-tempo girl like with like music like yeah. if we go back to like my first ep um she's got it is is up tempo a lot of the songs are up tempo besides the um the mids i don't really have i don't really have a ballad besides behave like i think behave is like my first ballad like if we want to be honest um so i don't really have many slow songs and so like i upped the tempo and i started like not necessarily becoming like an alt girl but i want to push r&b so bad because for african americans it's like so african americans who are aspiring to be r&b it's so easy to be caught in this um this square box of r&b that they end up putting us in because if we go to country or we go to pop there's so many ways that you can branch off and to like create your own path. But for R&B, it's like, it's really like, you know, in order to break, you have to be, you know, this is R&B. This is what you, you know, you are black. Stay that, stay with the, 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 the status quo, you know, stay yeah. here. Yeah. And, um, that's basic. Take me higher and Willie's interlude in the way that they're, produced and the way that they're um written is how it branches off to the next so take me higher is about you know seeing a seeing a, a fine person that i wasn't able to ever get their number because i like saw them while i was driving or something and but we were in traffic and like we were just like making eye contact through traffic <laughs> and and it was really cool but we never i i, I didn't roll down my window um huh it's a real story I, huh? This is a real, literally the whole, the whole EP are, okay. everything are experienced, everything is experiences that come together to make me like every song that I, that I write, like I have to have an experience for it to like, you know, or it's somebody else's experience that they told me. And I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to tell your business, but I'm definitely going to put it in the song. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I asked first, I asked first, mm -hmm. but, um. Did I ask for us for them? Yeah, I, I, I asked for us. Um, but yeah, so everything is an experience. Take Me Higher is an experience. And Southern Delicacy is about me. So it's really more so. It's, it's, Southern Delicacy is about letting someone know what they have when they don't realize what they have. They have a delicacy of fine. Like, it's almost like fine china. And you just got it sitting up in your antique box, you know, and your, your grandma's, you know, like real good silverware, but you know, Chester, you know what I mean? So that's what Southern Delicacy is. Um, Yeah, that's, and Southern Delicacy is specifically about me feeling like I'm just like, you really got a gym here, you know? use it or you might lose it and in the real life case they lost it so yeah well I'll, I'll say this like i said i was gonna get to it later but you basically touched on everything i wanted to but now i'll give you my perspective on the songs that i love and the ones that stood out to me so i've been in like my whitney houston and deborah cox bag right now i don't know why <laughs> Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of ballads and I bumped the whole project obviously when it came out but I caught up a little bit maybe like a week or two ago 
when we first decide we're going to get back into the interview and behave, yo, is just crazy. Like you said, it's a ballad. Um, and right now it's like, I'm feeling it because I'm in that, that mode. But you mentioned last time that it's like an array of tempos and it really is. Because right, right from behave, it goes into take me higher. And take me higher is like stuff I used to hear from, like my mom play. She loves like Earth, Wind and Fire. So like when I hear that, it's like, okay, it's like off the wall, like all the stuff. And like you said, you're pushing the genre forward. I really feel that. Um, and I'm going to ask you, what do you think my favorite is? Based off like, I don't know if you know me enough yet, but based I'm off- I'm looking to know you. You're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, I was, the only hint I'll give is like the 2000s R&B is like my heart. That's where I grew up on. But out of the whole track, which one do you think is my favorite? 2000s R&B. Out of well, you just said behave. That's definitely like my like my right now, but like for, I guess generally, like when originally I'll say. Um. It's a R and B. Is it the? Is it pay for my drink? Nah, it's Southern Delicacy. Okay, I, just, I was about to say. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want to. I was like, is it? Is it? Yeah, dang. <laughs> No, nah, I just think the production was and the harmonies on it. It's like that, uh, I don't know, Destiny's Child, Beyonce. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that was definitely what I gravitated towards first. But it's the project that like, you have to listen to it multiple times type type of a deal to really like take in everything. And another one that really, really touched me, and it's honestly because we spoke about it before it came out, was Willie's Interlude. Um, just because like I know your feeling and what you were going through when you made it and well when you put it out, I mean. Um, and you know, my grandma's 91. She's actually downstairs right now. So like hearing a song. Thank you. I'll tell her that. Um, but yeah, hearing a song like that makes me just appreciate my time with her. So that goes back to my first statement. Just thank you for putting feeling into music and actual concepts and just, you know, it's been missing for a minute and you really are a gem, really, to just bring stuff back and put you in your like your whole self into the music. So thank you. That means a lot coming from you. No, no, no. Of course, you know, you know, I got you. You know, I bump. You know, you're my favorite. I try not to be <laughs> honest, but it's hard. Um, thank you. But anyway, you know, we could talk about Southern Delicacy a little bit more. I have like one more question, then I really want to dive into the new stuff so we can, you know, shine yeah. new era. But just tell me what yeah. that experience was working with um Harold Lilly and D Mile, but Harold Lilly really because you know you got Monica, Janet, Brandy, like songs that you grew up loving, and D Mile too though. You got a uh, Janet again, yeah. India, Sean, Joyce Rice, Lucky Day. I can keep going. So these are like legendary people. So how was that experience? What did you learn from them? If you know, I'm sure you learned. But so okay. Harold is a, he's our modern day librarian. Like he reminds me, he, he knows mm, he's our modern day librarian because he has so much knowledge of things that you wouldn't even think that he has knowledge of. Mm -hmm. And he makes sure that like when he's really invested in someone, he wants to know your whole story. Like he wants to know what happened in Genesis and what's going to happen at the end he wants to know like you and it makes the process all the more better because 
it's hard to get to know someone like say if you got say if you have a set time to be in a studio with someone and you have to get you know your project out it's not gonna you're gonna get to know them but you're not gonna know their whole story unless like you know them know them like in a small amount of time and so he wants to get to know you, like the things that you really, really want to know, like the things that you're not supposed to say, like he wants to know that so he can know exactly, you know, who to put you with, who to, who, who, you know, who it more so fit with, you know, this project, how are we going to get this project across? How are we going to show you? Like, he, he makes me feel as if he's like the world's librarian because we're all books and he wants to like he knows everything about us and you know he knows what's going to happen on our page 89 and he definitely predicts what's going to happen on page 100 like because we're technically all books like we all have stories and mm -hmm. he makes that so prevalent to me and the way that he writes and the way that he comes across with how articulate he is he makes me want to like be a better communicator and um yeah he's a great person he's, he's so smart like I, I personally I feel like he has Virgo or Capricorn in his chart and I don't know what his chart is but he's like he's that he's like really really smart mm -hmm. and um and I personally didn't work with Dimao Ba is his best friend so he is one of his best friends so he worked with him personally i was only able to get on the phone with him like once or twice and i all i had to do was relay that's how cool he is all i had to do is relay what i wanted and i'm i'm a person where i grew up on like orchestra like when i was in broadway when i was when i was on broadway and even while being in high school, they, I, t I think I told you before, they had a, they had a pit, they had an orchestra pit. Every, every place that had a theater had a pit where the orchestra would sit. And I would just sit down there and just like, I want this. I want my own orchestra. I want to, I want my music to come across as emotional and as passionate as classical music does. Like, classical music has some like just like tempos it has an array of uh, an array of sounds and array an array of motions it's emotions it's 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 so many colors and that's what dmal brought to behave mm. and to the whole ep he's that smart i didn't have to say much you know what i mean i had i just relayed exactly what i wanted to to buy and buy told him oh yeah she wants symphony she wants orchestra and him and his many connects put it together and um i'm very thankful for uh maurice who did the score and brought the the orchestra i think it's the detroit symphony i believe um brought everybody together and and really did it like i'm very thankful for him and i want to use him on my next album so on well, my first album i want to use him on my first album so yeah working with them were like it's almost like working with Beyonce and Michael Jackson, just working with just geniuses. It's almost like just working with brain matter, you know, just uh, just Einstein's, you know, just black Einstein's. <laughs> That's as best as I can put it, like just scientists, musicians who are also scientists. Mm, I, I love that. Oh, shout out to Bob for sure, then, because the production, every, the whole way it tied together was just amazing. And I'm glad you got to experience with, with those people. And, you know, we got to do stuff now just because 
We, I want to talk. We could talk about Southern Delicacy forever, but we we can talk about it forever. But you know, I want. I really want you to have that spotlight to shine with the new stuff and what's coming up next. So here we go. Where do you want me to start? Conversations from a payphone. Just why that title? You know, just let's start with that. Why that title? Okay. I envision a payphone because it's so old. I feel like it is a way of time travel Mm. and I use it as a way to time travel through illustrations, Southern delicacy, what's to come, this conversation through payphone and what's to come. So Mm. it's, it's almost like, it's going to be like the pinpoint of like, Oh, it's, this is either the past or this is either the present. I'm using it as a way I'm going to use it as a way to make people know that so mix signals and pay for my no not pay for my drink mix signals and uh playground are also these are like what I should have said to people but I did not say so these are like oh this is like dreaming basic not dreaming like like you know it's almost like the conversation that you have in your shower mm-hmm. um but the payphone teleports me to the place where i can actually say it to them one time only um before i can move into the the next chapter mm-hmm. so i'll tell you the story about playground these act they actually happened okay. oh my gosh am i really about to t- say the story you don't have to if you don't want to but you know I'll do it. So basically, um, this happened between me and uh, me and my ex. Um, I won't say the severity of it, but basically, uh, I I was dumped in within the relationship and didn't. I okay. So my father was he got his knee fixed or something, and within that, I I was still dating uh, my ex and we had no communication like of course like it was rocky like things were already happening within our relationship he just didn't want to talk to me and he broke up with me he was like I can't do this no more um and I'm begging and pleading I'm like well look I just need you right now you know I'm calling him I'm like please you know my father's going through this thing I just need somebody to talk to I he was not I was not able to get him on the phone at all so I go to Twitter and um I go to Twitter and somebody had been flirting with me for a little bit and um I was like you know fuck it I'm just about to tell you what's going on with my life because you know you're there you're you know you actually you know you think I'm cute you're not bad to look at yourself and um I'm going to tell you what's going on so I felt desperate I told him the issues with me and my ex from top to bottom and I'm like, well, you know, if my ex not talking to me right now, or if my my boyfriend at the time isn't not isn't talking to me, I'm you know not necessarily not necessarily gonna like you know find a rebound, but you know I'm gonna confide in you. And I felt really desperate, and then ghosted the guy, which was which was my part, my fault. So much chaos as a Scorpio, it's just my fault, my fault, my fault. And um literally a day later the my ex was like let's let's try to work it out and i'm just like why are you playing with my emotions like this is probably like the third time he had broke up with me while we were in the relationship mm-hmm. and um 
<laughs> I come over to his apartment and we go out to eat. We, you know, we're, it seems like we're back on good terms. And then um, late in the midnight hour, he went through my phone and um, saw the messages that I, I sent to that guy. And I was like, I can't win for losing. And woke me up at like 5 a.m. and put me out. Mm. And then I, I, on the drive home, on the drive home, I was like, I'm going to write a song about it. And then it sat in my bed and wrote Playground from, wrote and produced Playground from top to bottom. That's crazy. Very crazy. I feel like as a Scorpio, I just go through so many chaotic things. It's like I just cannot catch a breath. I can't catch a break. I can't. I can't breathe. I can't do nothing. So like, playgrounds definitely that. Um, mixed signals is very recent. Um, this guy that I really really like. I really think he's the cutest thing ever. Um, at first I didn't know if he liked me or not, or if he just, you know wanted come you know some come you know companionship or whatever but i also can't like fault him for like being wishy-washy because i was still trying to get over my ex at the time so you know i play a, a big part in that and uh mixed signals is basically <laughs> mixed signals is basically <laughs> me telling the guy that he's um you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, you know, really mess with me or not, but you know, I really need to know. Now I know that he really liked me. Like we liked it, but, um, but that's what mixed signals was. And the payphone is basically the connector of like what from playground is at the end. Like I'm going to have a, a whole video in this standard there. So it's like clearer, but there's going to be a, there's going to be a payphone, and then on the other line, it's going to be like, this is exactly what I should have said. And then mixed signals is exactly what the girl in playground should have said to the guy. So I hope that, did that make sense? That makes complete sense. Okay. okay. Tell, you would tell me if it did it? Uh, you know, Jane, you know I would. You know I would. Okay. In the, okay. Beginning, in the beginning, maybe I was a little confused, but now when you hit me with the last sentence, now everything's connected. Okay, cool. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So basically, mixed signals is exactly what I should have said to the guy in playground. Exactly. Yeah. No. So, man. All right. This is why I love your stuff because there's always something deeper. <laughs> always, always. When I got sent the tracks, I just thought they were like a one-off. You know, okay, she's just gonna put out some singles. Slowly, when you started releasing more, like on IG, I'm in that uh, what is it, the channel, the IG channel thing now too. You know, I had to, ah. be, I had to be up in there. I got my, Yay. Up, I had to get my updates. But um, yeah, that's when I started seeing that it was actually a concept behind it. So now that you explained it, it just reminds me of why you're so like. And again, I'm not trying to be biased, but it's really hard to touch you because, and I mean like, and I mean this obviously is like you have the, like this. Such a, like uniqueness. You got me stuttering. I barely stutter. You got me stuttering. But such like uniqueness that it's hard to touch, and it's such a good. It's in a, in a great way. You know what I mean? Um, Thank you. Damn, Jalen got me stuttering on this thing. What's good with you? <laughs> Touching him. Damn. Um, I be stuttering too. <laughs> but uh, 
let, let me just go back backtrack a little bit since you released a little bit personal stories i'll tell you what why i related to them as well and just very briefly uh so playground my brother is actually going through a breakup i was like mm -hmm. damn i can I apply that to what he's going through and then mixed signals i got this girl and i'm like i don't know if she's feeling me i have no clue maybe maybe friendly wise maybe she's really feeling me who knows so i just want to say that to say that um you're stuck when you put yourself in it it always touches people as myself because we can connect with it and that's such like a rare thing i feel nowadays we have the whole partying thing and like oh you know i'm gonna slide i'm gonna pull up on this girl blah 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 but when you get into like the deep concepts that's when you go to someone like you and there's more artists that are coming out like that now thank god that we can like actually enjoy but yeah. <laughs> now, again, there's no hate there's like everybody has their bag everybody has their own thing and there's a time and a place but i do believe that you have music for every age every time and place it depends how you're feeling on the day but you can go through any of your songs and you're gonna feel something like thank I was you out this morning to uh take me higher i don't know why <laughs> it came on i was like okay i can get a few more reps in now um <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like you have songs that you can just put on and do all these things but yeah so every time we talk it's like we're having a conversation so i love it but obviously yeah i stay like on a track so my next question is um well just basically it's just like a new era that's coming you know what i mean or is it just a one-off thing like this is a concept or like I, you kind of mentioned it like this is for the future i guess so if you want to explain that some more yes so the payphone is connected so this right here is basically this is what i would have said like this is how, what i would have communicated but obviously he's an ex now so it's you know it's not gonna it's not happening but the future i'm gonna put out um before before i get to like the big thing which is like my album um i'm gonna put out four songs and the four songs are just gonna be me uh and it's i'm gonna i'm gonna try to show people this this will probably be an entity in itself but um the four pack will be where i explain to people like okay i write and produce so it'll be like basically like a a, a voice memo-esque thing not a voice memo-esque like it'll be it'll be produced and what you know blah 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 but it'll be broke down so it won't be like the full production it'll be like it'll be like how i create the song and how i before i send it off to a producer so it can be huge so um I want to show people that I I create the music before I send it off to a producer. Like I really want people to know that I have like a a, a huge hand in my music before it goes off, and um, that's that's exactly what I want to do. And I'm basically trying to get off some songs that that have nothing to do with the new era, like older older songs that that um I I should have put on Southern Delicacy, but just they just didn't make make it so um i really want to show people that that i'm full on a writer and producer um so that'll be the four pack and i think that that's like that might be an entity in itself i can find a way to connect it which i always do but the storyline really connects through the album and the album is is a full thing um i 
I feel like I can confide in, confide in you. Um, so basically the album is what happens after the payphone, like all of the things that, that it's after this girl's grandfather passes away. So this is after Willie's interlude, like the things that she does to grieve. And she grieves with, with men, her vices, drinking and whatnot. Um, she grieves with, with music and all of these things that are distractive that that are distractions of her you know thinking that she's passed you know that the the passing of her grandfather but you know she's still obviously grieving and it's really the album is not about grief it's about how we combat and how we get through these these things that we're unaware that we're doing uh, that we're unaware of doing and um i haven't came up with the name yet but um I haven't came up with the name yet, but it's definitely about self-worth, finding peace. Like I have a song called Find Peace. And um I'm this the album is more so of like genre bending and the the new music is more so of like R and B like bent, like 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 genre bending R and B. And um I really can't wait to to show that because like a lot a lot of these experiences that I've had. Uh, that are being put into the story are just like fun like the they're they're fun but then they're painful at the same time and it's like you I have I'm I'm my my thing in life is like my highs are so high but when I'm low I'm low like I'm I'm a complete water sign I'm I'm waves and um I feel like I have I have so many like fun songs and then I just have these songs where it's like dang Jalen after you smile you know you're smiling and whatnot but like you wouldn't know that underneath the smile like all of this is going on and for myself it's like I would I could I could be breaking down like literally yesterday I had a horrible horrible breakdown and then today I'm just really happy so it's like it's just really wild also that might call for a therapist but I'm not in a place where it's like it's detrimental to myself you know what I mean like I'm just I'm I am completely a happy person and I, I can't stay sad for long, which is why I believe that I'm just like, I, I really equate to like the waves of the sea, regardless of if I'm a water sign or not. Like I, I really like connect with that. And that's how my music is where it's like, you know, I, I want you to feel high. Like, like if we are going to be dancing, if it's going to be house music, like whether that is, I want it to be really, really high. But like, if I'm talking about something that's really, really personal, the lyrics will be deep. You won't feel like you're you're drowning with my music, but you know, you'll really have to read it. And I want people to be able to read the lyrics. So they like, that is a true thing. Like I really want people to read the lyrics so they know exactly where I was and what place and what space that I was. This new music, like I really want, I urge people to read my lyrics like read you know how apple music has the the thing yeah. where we yeah. can read it while it's going yeah. i urge them to do that like because i if you ever wanted to know my life like just <laughs> read the lyrics you know what i mean just read the lyrics i cannot wait for this new music to come out it's it's almost like um just a big relief for me it's a big re like every time i put something out it's just like Ooh, so that experience is gone. You know what I mean? Like I can finally bury that. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for, I'm mostly excited for you to listen to it because I'm sure our next interview you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you told me this and this, that, and the third. And yeah, yeah. 
that's how I feel about this new music. I, I'm I'm really excited about it, and I'm more so excited about it because I'm it's almost like brushing it off my shoulder now. Like I can I can move on to the next thing. That's what happens with when I have like. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My mom must be home. Um, that's what happens when I when I um I get I get writer's block, yeah. and um I know God is like sitting me down so that I can just go experience life. Like I won't touch my computer until I have an experience. Like I've been sitting on this one song that I, I had an experience a couple of days ago. And so I'm waiting for the right moment to open up my computer. Cause usually if I open up my computer, like the song comes down like that, like real quick. So it's like, if I have writer's block, I know that that's just God telling me to go experience something, go have a life. You know what I mean? Cause once the song comes out, it's crazy. Like once I create the song, it's crazy. So I really cannot wait for you to hear it. I really can't. Well, now I love, just, there's so much I want to touch on in that, but to go on that last statement um, with the writer's block, writer's block, I love that. To just think that you have to go and experience something to really, you know, put it down. And that's kind of just, I guess, generally in life to apply that, you know, maybe not to stress on something like it'll come, especially if you don't. Yeah on your mind with God but um to going back into the music I can't wait obviously you know that I love that you're gonna do the the four track thing and basically show people because again when we first we first spoke I didn't know that you were so involved so I would love for everybody to really know that and the people listening and please just know that Jalen really really is on top of his stuff like it's <laughs> insane and again we touched we, we you know we touched on that you get the, the icing on the cake from a lot of these people and you know obviously you appreciate that but it um it's different when you really come up with it come up with the stuff yourself and it's always amazing obviously to see the final product but so you know obviously thank you to those people but thank you to you as well that you put all the effort in and the time and I cannot wait for the album um I guess technically your first album at that point right because all the rest yeah. of damn that's crazy. So much, so much good music already. And we haven't even got to an album. That's awesome. I love to hear that. I love to see that. Um, Thank you. I can't wait to speak about that. But something else I can't wait for is next week, literally a week from today in Brooklyn, to see that ah. show. I cannot wait. So tell me how you feel just about the tour right now. Are you excited? Is this your first like headline tour for yourself? I'm not sure. Is it? It is. It's my first headlining tour. I mean, how you, and, how Tuesday it starts. So, yeah, I, I, Taryn keeps telling me to not call it a mini tour and not to undermine it. Um, this is my first headlining tour, and I'm, I'm scared, like anybody would be, but I'm, I'm nervous because I'm not scared. I'm nervous. I'm nervous because, like, I have these jitters. And live is where I thrive. Like, aside from like sitting home and creating my music, live music is where I thrive. It's like I can finally show people that it's not. I'm not no studio singer. I'm a, I'm a girl who's been singing since since. So, I um, I really enjoy live, and I'm really excited to come back to Brooklyn, or New York. Period. Um. I just want to see the scene, you know what I mean? Like I lived there for a year and it was totally different when I lived there. And um, because when we went, when we were on tour, like New York was different, like everything looked 
I mean, it doesn't look different as an architecture, but like the people, the style, everything has changed. And it's like, I kind of want to be like that. You know what I mean? Which I think everybody wants to kind of be like the New York aesthetic. So I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to be on. I can't wait to just do it. Like, you know, not necessarily get it over with, but to say that I've done it because yeah. it's one thing to open up for somebody, but then it's a thing that where it's yourself and it's your work and you have to do that. And um. Yeah, I just it's just really wild. It's like it's like this is this is it. You know, this is the this is the start, you know what I mean? As cliche as it sounds, but like this is the start of something new. It feels so right to be here with you. Um, um yeah, a little high school musical. Really, um <laughs> I told you, you know what I know, trust me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited. I don't really have much to say about it. I just really hope that people can experience, um, can actually experience it before like the tours get bigger and like mm -hmm. the music and the stuff gets bigger because like once that happens and like all of the ideas and the craziness starts to explode once, you know, once I got some funds behind me, you know what I mean? Like, hey, I no, just, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. I just can't wait. I really, I just want people to get on the band now so that by the time it happens, everybody's like, dang, I wish I was there from the jump. Because mm. I feel like it's going to be crazy. It is, Jalen, it is. I tell you all the time, I believe in you so much when it comes to that. Like, I cannot wait for that either. But I'm glad I get to experience it from the start as well. You know? Yes. I really am. And you already know New York. I'm going to have everybody jumping. Don't worry. So don't worry about New York. Philly, I'm sure they will too. And. <laughs> hometown i'm sure you're gonna be good there as well um, it's my birthday show is it really yes that's oh, gonna be crazy then Dang. yeah everybody's gonna wear halloween costumes oh it's gonna be cool that's gonna be real cool yes we're gonna show out for you so don't, don't even stress that like i oh, i can't wait i really can't wait i um, can't wait either it's <laughs> like, like you said it's it's awesome to see from the beginning and i know it's gonna get better and better and before I let you go, because, you know, we always talk so long, I feel yeah. bad. <laughs> but um, if you want to mention anything else about, you know, Mixed Signals or Playground, is there anything you really want to talk about? Um, who you worked with, if you want anything, it's up to you. Yes. So Mixed Signals has my first feature ever. It's with my cousin. His name is Matt McGee. He's from D.C. And um, he slays the house down like he he's he's a new he's not a new rapper but he's a rapper where I think more people should like hear him because he's so articulate and you can hear the lyrics like you can understand exactly what he's talking about and what he gives like I love him and I I I said it was your cousin well he's my play cousin but okay. we got a lot like in common to where like like a lot of like family things we're actually gonna go do like an ancestry thing to figure out if we're actually blood cousin or not because he got this this man from north carolina or something like that and his family got the same name as mine so we just like okay somebody daddy must have did something back in the day so we just going we're gonna figure it out if if that is the case or not but even if it's the case, then if it's the case, then okay, more than Mary, we really, really cousins. But if not, we still cousins. So, 
Uh, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. Um, also, Mick, Mick Signals and, and Playground comes out tonight. So, I said, I was about to say good luck on the drop. I, I man, I'm just so excited. I can't wait for everybody else to experience it. And man, Jalen, it's every time I tell you, I just, I'm so glad we get, we get to speak about the stuff and I get to see your input and your mind on it. Um, and I can't wait to see you next week, honestly. I'm, I can't wait to see you next week. It's going to be fire. The show is going to be crazy. Um, I've told you last time and I, that I would ask you again. It's my last question. An album that you wish you were featured on. You said you'd have two answers. I wish I was featured on uh, uh, Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. Mm. Perfect choices. That's, yeah. all That's all I wanted to know. But you're going to make classics like that anyway. So Yeah. Day someone's gonna say the exact thing about you. I wish I was on this for Jalen Joseph. <laughs> so I do believe that all the time, man. Man, uh, can't wait to see you. Thank you for speaking with us. You know, we're thank always, you for having me. Not always, we're always gonna support, always gonna put you into our platform in the front of the page, everything. You know that. And thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. I can't wait to see you and good luck with the drop. I'll be bumping tonight and tomorrow and the day after. Until I see you. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I hope this well, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you, Jalen.